Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now! Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK. We're quite simply is Chicago Bullsing. This podcast is part of the Fans First Sports Network. So if you're listening, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the bell, give us a thumbs up and leave some comments down below. I'm Matt and not for long, as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? Um, yeah, I'm okay. I've got a sense that tonight could be a bit of a rough one for me. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll let you get into that more as soon as you've just touched on it there for a second I'll, I'll leave it off but uh, yeah I'm looking forward to this we've actually got some basketball to talk about um, some news to talk about and uh, looking forward to having a chat yeah from my point of view it's it's not good um, we've had a bit of a crap week as it is which we'll get into with some of the news and as you've just put across the bottom I can't get the staff because you are off. Yeah. I think we've mentioned it before you about you going on holiday because you're now a, a Bucks fan. Um, <laughs> mm. So, yeah, this is the last podcast we're doing like this for October, at least, <laughs> um, yeah. depending if you decide to come back or not. Um, I, know, I might find it great over there. I might decide to move to Milwaukee. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh as for what goes on after this one, not hundred percent sure yet. We're still trying to figure that out. Um what is it you we worked out last week? You're gonna miss the first ten games or you're gonna be away for the first ten slash eleven games. Yeah. Depending when we can actually get you back on. Uh yeah. um uh, it was a really well timed holiday, wasn't it? Or vacation to our American listeners. Yeah, I, I decided to plan it and completely forgot about 
thinking around the basketball season when we planned it. We planned it, God help us, around my family. And um, oh, and it was only when I stopped and thought about it, I was like, oh, hang on a minute. It's actually, I'm actually missing the start of the season, which is not exactly helpful when it comes to recording podcasts. But um, I'll still be watching all the games. I might not catch all of them live like I normally do. but um, And I'm hoping to at least hop on and do at least one podcast while I'm while I'm gone. Um, how well that will work, I don't know yet, but we'll try, we'll try and make it work. Yeah, um, like I say, we've we've managed to grind away all off season, and then when the fun starts, you decide to to go. <laughs> so yeah, it's a um, bit of a, an emotional week, and uh, it got worse with a little bit of news, which touch on a, other news first before we get into that one because um, it's just shit. So anyway, <laughs> so there have been some transactions with the, the Bulls roster of late. Uh, back end of last week, they decided to waive Henry Drell and Max Heidegger. Um, yeah, not much to be said. I think Drell possibly goes back to Windy City. Yeah. Maybe maybe goes back to Europe, depending what his plans are. I don't know. Uh, hopefully he goes back to Windy City because I think he's, he's an all right G League player. Mm-hmm. Max Heidegger, uh, we've got about what five minutes for Bulls in that first preseason game. Got one point from a technical free throw. Forever a Bulls legend, isn't he? There you go, scored a point. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was back in the last week. Then on Monday, was it after the second Nuggets game? They waved Quentin Jackson. Mm-hmm who today has actually, his rights have been acquired by Windy City. So at least yep. he's staying in the system. Probably the reason, whole reason why he got his training camp deal and stuff like that. Uh, I like it, to be fair. I think he's he's going to be an exciting G League player. Uh, just he's not quite NBA standard, I don't think. No, but he can he's, certainly throw the ball through the hoop very hard and very, uh, very athletically. So he's enjoyable yeah. to watch. Yeah. And then yesterday it came out that we had signed uh, Derek Favors mm-hmm. and uh, Khalil Whitney. Yeah. And then today it's come out that they waived them. Yep. But it was obviously announced yesterday by Billy, via, I think it was Casey Johnson, that the whole reason was to get him onto Windy City, which explained, you know, apparently they get more money if they signed beforehand and. Yeah, I don't understand it all. But initially, I was intrigued by the, the favours one. Yeah. Uh, the Khalil Whitney, I mean, he's from Chicago. He's a G League player. Obviously, just getting him back home. But yeah, favours. There was hope that a certain somebody on the roster, which I won't mention just yet, was going to get waived and he was going to get that slot. Mm-hmm. Could still happen. Um, you know, if it may be a approve it sort of four months or two months whatever with windy city and get your health back and see what happens but as it stands they're both set to join windy city yep and the sad news my week just yeah as neil's just put across the bottom there are no javantes out there we've gone from five to none uh yeah 
obviously he wasn't on the roster anyway i did have my little theory that we were keeping him around to wave carly when he's fit well when you want his back fit he was going to get that roster spot but no he has gone to join the golden state warriors system and heading straight to their g league team yeah. is it santa cruz warriors which kind of leads into the thing of he's not healthy no obviously because not. if he is healthy he's he's in the nba and he basically or he should be and he should be with bulls um obviously anybody who's listened to this knows that javon is my guy and, the og um, yeah and he always will be and i just hope that he does get himself back healthy um gets himself on the warriors roster and as long as it's not against the bulls they uh they win and give him his ring yeah uh uh i don't know what you make of all of them transactions and the javante news before we throw it to your little special montage that you've made yeah i mean well the, the big one is obviously the javante situation the other stuff is it's it's just moving chess pieces around the board really more than anything else <clears throat> um it's it seems to be mainly about um making acquisitions for the windy city bulls and and paring down the main roster which is standard that you know that's normally the way it goes it, it it gets narrowed down and that's kind of what we're witnessing at the moment we're just sitting waiting for them to narrow it down at least one more player and we all know who that is um but th yeah the, the news was javante and i i was totally there with you i was like yeah i, I can see i can see the argument you're making to uh to wait until he's healthy wave Carlick, and there's the spot for javante he can play at the four which you know as we know well even though he's undersized at the four he plays it very well he's been doing it in his tenure with the bulls and that fills out that that roster spot and and it, you know just wasn't to be just didn't happen that way unfortunately um i wouldn't go so far as to say you know publicly or anything that matt was wrong but um i do believe matt was wrong <laughs> For now, for now, yeah, for now. Watch this there's space. Always, come back. Yeah, yeah, there's always a chance they could just be sending in there to get healthy. Maybe. Who knows? So yeah, you've uh, put together a little montage to to say our farewells to him, say our thank yous, and show how much we appreciate him. Or I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Every, hey, come on. There's not a Bulls fan alive that that didn't appreciate what Javante brought. I mean, Mister Energy Guy. Well. So, um, it, kind of yeah. leads into how we're going to finish this pod with our some predictions which i'll mention later on but i was i was driving that javante train from day one yeah. and it was good to see that the rest of bulls nation eventually over time jumped on yeah so yeah over to the montage <laughs> Caruso to Javante. 
So, obviously, if you're listening audio, you probably didn't really appreciate that montage. So, <laughs> head over to the YouTube and check it out. Um, now we're going to get into the preseason talk. Obviously, Bulls are now one and three in preseason, but as the title of the show suggests, it is only preseason. We're not going to go into every game because obviously the last recording we did was after the Bucks loss. Uh, we've had three games since then. Uh, one win, two losses. A mixture of games, a mixture of positives, a mixture of negatives. Um, and obviously the first one that you put up was, well, the scores are going across the bottom for anyone who doesn't know them. Uh, yeah, so obviously Bulls, they lost one or two, one or five to the Bucks, which we covered. Um, then in the next game, it was a 1am tip for us, uh, and they lost, uh, no they didn't, sorry, they won 133-124 after double overtime in pre-season, which just was horrendous. It's gone down really well, hasn't it, across Bulls Nation? <laughs> <laughs> um, then the third game... They rested the starters, or the big four, whatever you want to call them. Uh, yeah, I, I put core three there, but yeah, including Caruso. The yeah. Uh, and it was a pretty decent game for the first two quarters. And then I think Nuggets just got bored and said, right, let's finish this. 116-102 win for Nuggets. And then last night, slash this morning, hence the bags under my eyes, because it's been a long day. We lost to the Raptors 106-102 and as I've just said to you in the pre-chat kind of tipped me over the edge even though it is only pre-season. I just I think it's because I was tired. Um, I'm very tired today because I've had to do a, a 14 and a half hour day at work after a 1am tip and we started recording this at half nine. So yeah. that's a little bit of an insight into how our life is for pre-season. Um, yeah, like I said at the start, some positives, some negatives, and I mean, I'll get into last night's game, why it tipped me over the edge as we go on, but what's your take on pre-season so far? Who's stood out? Who's... Do you know, I, I like pre-season, first of all, because it gives you a little taster of what's to come, um, but the main reason is because... It's when you get to test out different lineups, um, let players have a little bit more free reign, perhaps, than they would be once it gets into the regular season. Supposedly. Um, allegedly. That's um, one of so my you... gripes with it. Right. Which I'll get into. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I had to say it before. I, I'm, I'm I intrigued <laughs> now to, to hear what you have to say about that. But theoretically, anyway, that's that's the way it kind of plays out. And and what I like about preseason is, is getting a flavor of what's to come and getting a real kind of idea of what the players are going to be like, what they're looking like, how they may have um, worked on their game in the off season, how they're gelling together and all that sort of thing. And for that side of it, I think in regards to the first, say like eight players, which is going to be the main rotation anyway, I think it, it looks pretty good. Um, okay, I know where you want to go with that straight away, but we'll get into that later. But I th I think that, you know, as far as the core three goes, 
Vooch was a bit slow to come out the station, but you know, like we said recently, we're all, we're all on the Vooch train uh, here at Sea Rage UK, and I think just that he started will... the engine last night. Yeah, I think he will. I think he was just kind of thinking to himself, it's only preseason, and he took his time to get into it. But as as we were told before the game, Billy now is beginning to expect the starters to ramp up a little bit, and you could see that in Vooch last night. You very much see it in in Zach as well. Um. I think the core three look great. I think um, last night, Vooch, when he finally decided to show up, and I do think it was a, a choice, he looked good. Um, Zach is looking like um, all-star Zach, if not maybe even all-NBA Zach. And it looks like DeMar is taking that small step back at the moment, which is what we kind of had talked about hoping to see. He's shot a few threes. So whether he's, you know, trying to shut up a few of the uh, naysayers, I don't know. But um, yeah, I, so I like what I see from them. Um, we have a bit of a, an injury for Caruso. He wasn't playing last night. Um, a bit of an ankle roll, I believe. But uh, seemingly he was in practice today. So it's nothing too major. So that's good to hear. Uh, so we didn't get to see him last night. But uh, he, he looked good leading up to last night. And the mainstay, the big, the big um, standout from the starting five is Kobe. I mean, Kobe is looking like he has certainly earned that role now as the starting point guard, um, and it looks like BD has uh, certainly decided that he's going to go with that starting five uh, with P. Will at the four. Um, so I, I, I like it, um, but the exciting thing for me is the the players outside of those five. And I think the likes of Tory Craig has been incredibly impressive. Um, he's definitely going to be a fan favourite. He's already getting people shouting his name out for the starting um, number four position. I'm sure one of them could be staring me in the face at the moment. <laughs> um, and also, I think like Julian Phillips has looked really good. And there's a, a few other players, uh, you know, like DT, bit of a concern still. Um, Patrick but, Williams. What's that? Patrick Williams. Who? No, we won't get into any of that. I'm leaving that for you. I know you want to talk about P. Will. And everybody out there is talking about P. Will at the moment. And some people are on one side of the fence. Some people are on the other side of the fence. And some people are getting splinters. Um, I have, I have to say that I'm still on my side of the fence. I still believe in him. And I, I think he's beginning to believe in himself. He looks like he's a bit more of an aggressor. He's, He's certainly trying to play up to that um, that kind of mentality that people are telling him he needs to play up to. I don't think it comes naturally to him, so he is forcing it a little bit. Um, but, uh, I mean, he's had, what, he's played four games, he's been good in two, and he's been poor in two. Last night, he was shocking. Um, but last night, he was trying, and I liked that side of it. It just, the ball wasn't falling for him, and he wasn't getting things particularly right um but i'm still shouting i'm still here for you people i'm still behind you i still believe in you and i know, I know matt isn't but i am <laughs> so uh i'll let him get onto that in a little while but uh yeah that, i mean for, for the most part um javon carter i think is going to be another great addition uh he's looking really comfortable and solid when he's on the floor as well uh, and um i'll let you fill in the gaps with the other players i won't take everybody from you <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm not going to go into the individuals just yet, but 
I'm going to start with the negatives because just get them out of the way. Obviously, I understand what pre-season is. Mm-hmm. Like you say, it's a chance to ramp up, give players who ordinarily you don't get a chance to see a chance, basically. Yeah. And that's my first gripe, is we haven't. We know, like you said, it looks how the starters are set. We know the second unit's going to be. Yeah. So it seems to have, like the Nuggets game, for example, where we rested the, the starters. We knew who was going to be the starters then. And then we're kind of expecting this second, well, third unit to become the second unit. And it just doesn't. It just doesn't spread any further than that 10-man rotation a lot of the time. Obviously, yeah, he's thrown in DT, uh, Julian Phillips. They've had quite a lot of minutes for, for the position they're going to be. But at the same time, not enough minutes to... In the sort of where you want to see them, basically, how you'd expect them to fit into, you know, they've been basically just thrown in as a full unit, not as part of a unit where, you know, the that's where they're going to be expected to fill in through the season. And then you've got the likes of the two-way players. Now, every other team in pre-season... You know, Jimmy Butler hasn't even played a preseason game yet. You know, Miami are running the G League team, the bums, whatever you want to call them. Yet we're not. You know, we haven't. The, the two, the two way players, uh, Justin Lewis, Ob, and Adama Sonogo, they didn't even come in last night. They yeah. didn't come in against um, in one of the Nuggets games as well. Yeah. Well, Ob and where Snowgo didn't. And it's like, how do we know what they can do if you're not going to run them? Like I said to you last night, I'd love to see OB get a run with real NBA players, play mm. big boy basketball. You know, he's put that thing out with Sam Smith where he's had a chat where he's, he could be earning a lot more money playing in Europe, but he's wanted to take his chance. Yeah. And as we know with Billy, he just doesn't give him a chance. And it just seems like someone like OB is going to become that random white guy that sits at the end of the bench that Billy doesn't even know how to say his name. And we never see him, yet we want to see him. And he'll go down to Windy City and he'll destroy the G League. And we'll be like, right, play him, play him. And he'll just be at the end of the bench. And to me, that's what pre-season's about, is let him have his run. You know, and I just think that the rotations... And what Billy's done, you know, he, he talks a good game, as I've said before, but doesn't actually coach a good game. You know, and it was something like touching on one of the individuals, Kobe, like I said to you last night, I think he's played too much. If they know he's going to be the starter, yeah. why have they, you know, we're in a time of load management. We know Kobe's suffered niggly little injuries before. And we got a little bit of PTSD last night when he went off and then come back on with a new knee pad or whatever it was that happened. But it didn't look good when he landed. And it's just like, why why are you pushing that many minutes on Kobe? If you know he's going to be the starter, that's fine. You know, give somebody else that run. Give the minutes to Dalen so he can... Thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just... 
that that's an, that annoyed me last night, and like I think we would have won the game last night had the because he said he was ramping up the starters and they were going to play in the fourth. If they'd have played in the fourth instead of going down to the second unit, then I think that game it wouldn't have been as close as it was. Yeah. Um. But obviously it is only pre-season and I don't know why I'm getting so angry about it. Um, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. Um, yeah, and I just think, why why have these guys there if you're not going to give them a chance when it doesn't actually matter? And then, you know, as for, obviously you're saying he's ramping up the starters, it's like, do they really need to be ramped up? You know, do they need to play as many minutes as they are? And when other teams aren't doing that, do you know what I mean? So we're going to come into. I know we've got is it five six days off between tomorrow's game and uh, the opener. So yeah. obviously they've got a chance to rest. But we've already seen Caruso going down with that niggly little injury, and it's like, oh yeah, he should be good to play against Timberwolves. Why? If he's got a niggly little injury, just let him rest. Yeah, because we're going to end up burning them out before we've even got to the opener next week. There's too many preseason games as it is. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and then I mean, on to sort of like some of the individuals, like you said, Zach. You know, he's ready, he's healthy. Yeah. But like I said to you last night, wrap him in cotton wool. Don't play him. You know, it, to me, it's pointless playing him. 20 minutes because they're not, they're not we've, we've seen what he can do now mm-hmm. just give him the rest of the week off you know and wait, wait for next week because we need him healthy and going out and playing 20 minutes he don't benefit from it bulls don't benefit from it because we're not getting chance to see what these other other players can do when you're throwing the starters out there Obviously, like you say, Kobe looks like he's got that starting role. But to me, he's played too many minutes. And I still, I'm still unsure whether I want him to be the starter. Just because we haven't seen him with the starters, really. And I just think that we've built Kobe up now to be this, oh, look at what he's doing. And then when next week comes around, it's like, don't give the ball to Kobe. Just give it back to Zach. Give it back to Demar. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah. Before I get into any other players, as we were going to title this for something different, all change, uh, any change or no change. Yeah. And it's something I asked you last night. When it is, has anything changed? And this is another reason why I was so angry and I forgot before. To me, <laughs> nothing's changed. When them starters come back in, nothing has changed. We apparently wanted to shoot more threes. Yeah. yeah. All right. First game against Bucks, started off all right, put up 35 three-point attempts. Since then, we haven't got above 30. We no. did in double overtime, but we needed two extra like quarters of in basketball to do it. Um and then last night, 26, the previous Nuggets game, 29. Where's the change? Because to me, there is none. And we still can't defend threes either. No. 
which is annoying. You know, last night we saw the free throw discrepancy, you know, 38 to 11 in favour of Raptors. Clearly we needed Diada Rose in there to put them off, but she must, must be at school or whatever. You know, and it's like, to me, nothing's changed because that that Nuggets game where this, they sat the starters, the second unit come in and played exactly the same way the starters do. And that's how it looked to me anyway. They went through the same sort of plays and it was like, well, it should be DeMar there, but it's not, it's P. Will. Or it's, you know, it should be Zach there. Or it's not, it's Ayo. You know, and it was just like trying to run the same plays for different players and it was just like, it's not, not working. Um, Yeah. <laughs> so, from a team perspective there, that's what's been annoying me. I don't think anything's changed. And again, it's pre-season. It's when we should be seeing the change. Everything that AK spoke about, everything that Billy spoke about, everything the players have spoke about, we want to see. And to me, we've we're not seeing it. Now, obviously, certain individuals have changed slightly. Kobe, um, Ayo, I think it's been impressive. Yeah. You know, especially rebounding, which is another gripe of mine from the weekend. Um, Twitter trolls. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been an angry few days, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch on P. Will just yet, but Tory Craig, he, uh, I, I liked the signing when we made it, and I don't. He's not particularly stood out in terms of scoring, but no. it's everything else he's doing. Mm. And everything else he's doing is what you want P. Will to be doing as well. If you could add P. Will scoring to everything else that Tory Craig's doing, you've got your perfect four, in my opinion. Yeah. And obviously we've heard Tory Craig saying about he wants to bring that out of P. Will, basically. Uh, that gets me onto P. Will in a bit, but anyway... Um, <laughs> yeah, I think as I said last night in a few tweets, to me, Tory Craig is going to be a fan's favourite, if not already. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. just—he's a Chicago-style player. He, he's not scared to put his body on the line. And I, I think it was a, a a books reporter that was on with Casey Johnson uh, on a Bulls talk, and he said he breaks his nose every season, and. <laughs> You kind of seen it in that Nuggets game where I think it was their rookie was kind of had the ball and he's doing that and yeah. it looked like Tory Craig was trying to stop him doing it with his face, you know, <laughs> stop his elbows with his face, you know, and that's I, I love that. And then obviously he's he had that amazing block last night yeah. on I can't remember who he did it on, but and then he comes out and says you you know going up like that is you've got to give heart you've not you've got to be not scared of been put on a poster and yeah. we've mentioned that before yeah when people are taking the mick out of yanis for getting posted and it's like no i want to see that i want to see the effort to stop it in the first place if you get put on a poster you get put on a poster yeah i'd rather be seen on that poster trying than staring basically yeah you know so i love it um and then the fringe players, they've annoyed me as well. 
mainly because we haven't seen enough of them. But I think they also seen they're just not good enough. Um, and that's the worry because we know what the ten man rotation is going to be. We've yeah. seen it time and time. Ayo's kind of made it a little bit more awkward because we did think he was going to be the odd man out, but now he's looking like he's essentially backup point guard. Because I don't yeah. think Javon Carter is. I think Javon's just more of a get out there and float around sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, Julian Phillips, if you can put some size on, add some muscle to himself, he's going to be, you know, Bulls fans are going to be shouting for him. He can jump out um, of the gym. Yeah. Obviously, he, he had a pretty decent block as well in the Nuggets game, didn't he? Two-hander. Yeah, he seems to be every game he does something that's a bit of a highlight, which yeah. I like. He's got that confidence there. Dale and Terry. Um yeah, it's get him on the lovables, I'm telling you, get him on the lovables. That's that's where he, that's where he needs to be. It's getting harder to stick up for him, isn't it? Because he's just when he goes to the rim, even when he's going to the rim, he looks like he's like standing on hot coals or something. And he just can't wait to get off it. Do you know what I mean? And oh, excuse me. The amount of sort of missed layups. It's not even his jump shot. His layups, you know, he's too fast. It's like, it reminds me a bit like what Io was last year, where can get downhill, no problem at all. But he doesn't know what to do when he gets down there. Yeah. he's gone too fast for himself you know even the things that he's good at he seems to be rushing now and he's like I say he's just making it hard to um, support him for much longer I think but for now I'm still I've still got a little bit of hope I'm, it's, I think it's just too early to write him off you know it's year two at the end of the day yeah. Um, and then, like I say, two-way players. We haven't seen enough of them. Um, you know, especially Ob. I'd yeah. love to have seen more of him. Sonogo looks like he's been working with Drummond, which uh, <laughs> could be good, could be bad. <laughs> Who knows? Obviously, both ex-UConn, aren't they? So I think they've got that link. Yeah. Similar size, similar body. You just basically want them in the paint and nowhere else. <laughs> um, as we saw with Drummond last night with that crazy missed dunk. But <laughs> made up. Chris. You made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a few few errors from him last night. There were, but he did. The next play, he made up for it. Whether it was with a block, a steal, whatever, but he just didn't get a chance to make up for that missed dunk, which. I Why think he was closer to the ring? Did he think he could jump further than he can? I don't know, but he just, I mean, he just we, came up short. Yeah, I think he tried taking off from the free throw line, didn't he? And it's like, oh, I love his confidence, though. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, like Sonogo, just not seen enough of him because Billy hasn't played him. Yeah, and same with. Uh, Justin Lewis, you know, it was just we're not we want to see him, but we're not. So I think if we want to see him, we're going to have to watch a lot of Windy City. And the last one, 
Carly Jones, get that man off this roster. Yes, please. He is just not. He's just not it. Appreciate G League MVP, FIBA World Cup, all that sort of stuff. Great G League player. Plays very well in Europe against um, slower. And I don't mean slower as in the players are slower. Their whole game is played slower. Mm. And it seems to suit his game a lot more. But the pace, the size, the energy in the the NBA, he just can't can't seem to match up to it. Yeah. And again, preseason was his chance to show it. Yeah, and whether it's because Billy doesn't see it, or he's not been impressed with him, or what, but if that's the case, get him off the roster. You know, he's not guaranteed until opening night. So the fingers crossed, there is still time. <laughs> but hence why we thought Derek Favors could have been coming in, or yeah. Javante, or whoever. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's basically my rants over, my quick opinions. But I just want to throw it back to the big three. Because I think they're the ones that we most in, intrigued by to see, you know, what they're doing. As you said, Vooch, first two games we were quite worried, weren't we? Yeah. Um then last night dropped twenty points. And it was like, Really? Someone added that up wrong. No, it was a very quiet 20 points. Yeah, and 10 rebounds as well and to go rebounds. with it, just because he has to get a double-double. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about Vooch. I think if they have tried these different players and different things, then obviously it affects Vooch as much as it affects anybody because we need Vooch to be in the middle of it all. Yeah, And one thing with Kobe being the starter... If you throw it back to when we first signed Vooch and Zach went out with, was it COVID he went out with to start with? Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, he got COVID twice co- in the same season. Yeah, it was like the back end of the season, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. He went out anyway. And obviously Kobe stepped up into that starting role. And at the time, him and Vooch seemed to link really well. They did. And we're seeing that again now, I think. Now Kobe's getting that starting role. So if you can take the ball away from Zach and Damar and you've got Kobe and Vooch, then I think the ball's going to move a lot more. And we've seen it at times in pre-season. We saw it last night when obviously there was all out there. Um, As you said before, Damar just... I don't know if he's... He's the one that hasn't fully ramped up or he's not putting the effort in, as, as much effort in, just saving it for when it matters, basically. That's exactly how I feel. I don't think it's that he doesn't have it or he's a step behind this year. I think he's just biding his time. Yeah. And <laughs> obviously, Zach just, yeah, he's just the Zach we want to see. Um, he, I think he's showing everybody he is the number one on this team. Yeah. And he's prepared to put the team on his back again and go with it. Whether that works or not. It remains to be seen, but well, it's been a while since we've seen a healthy Zach stepping on the floor, coming in at the start of the season. Do you know, yeah, he's he's either been working out during the off season to um, get over an injury, or he's coming in carrying an injury, and it looks like this is fully fit Zach. 
in his prime without anything hanging over him in regards to a contract. Now's his time to shine. And it looks like he's prepared to pardon the pun, but grab the ball by two horns. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, he's even sort of commented himself, Annie, he, that he's coming in healthy, he's feeling yeah. good, and he's he's ready to go, sort of thing. Um, I'm purposely not speaking about P. Will because that's in the next segment. Yeah. So we've got one more game left. Uh, tomorrow, well, it's tomorrow night in Chicago time, Friday, one a.m. for us against Minnesota. What do you want to see in that game? I want to see them playing and running plays through Vooch, like they said they were going to, which is something that we haven't really seen yet. Um, I think that, like you say, all change, no change. That's kind of the change I'd really like to see with the starting five. In regards to individuals and not, you know, the way that the ball is being run, I want to see P will prove you wrong and everybody else that's I haven't even said what I'm gonna say yet. I know what you're gonna say. I'm gonna be <laughs> negative about P will because I think he has shown more flutters of what he can be in this preseason than he has done previously. Um he just it's 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 like the head now knows where it needs to be and the body and the physical capabilities are there but the two aren't marrying up together. And that's what I want to see. I want to see it come together. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, what do I want to see? I don't want to see the starters. Okay. You're going to? Uh, yeah, I know I'm going to. But if I do see the starters, which I know I'm going to, I want to see them run it like it's a regular season game. Okay. Play them as many minutes as they're going to play. I know that contradicts what I've just said, yeah. but it's to me, like I say, it's just pointless playing them 20 minutes. It doesn't achieve anything. If you're going to play them 20 minutes, you might as well not play them at all. Um, because if you if you are going to play them, put them in the end of game situation so we can see what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to see P. Will taking it to the rim and missing, and then Ayo throwing up a wild three. I want to see whether, if Caruso plays, Caruso can actually inbound it. If the ball goes to Zach, has Zach got a clutch three in him? Or is he going to run in and take a weird looking two to try and get the foul or whatever it was he did? You know. So if you're going to play the starters, play it like it's a regular season game. I mean, I don't know what our Minnesota are doing in pre-season, how they're going to run it or what, but and if we don't see the starters, play the likes of Bittim for more than 12 minutes. You know, I think yeah. the, the two-way players all together have probably played one full game between them out of the yeah. four that we've seen so far, minutes-wise, if that. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, like as you said, is it all change or no change? We want to see more three-point shooting. You've got Bittim on the on the bench. Who was he? Four of five so far in the games he's played, or five yeah. of six, something like that. I know he's only missed one. He, you know, get him out there. See if he can do it. See if he how good he is with better players around him, because the Good players point. that he's been out there with 
have been crap. You know, Carlit Jones, he's, you've got bit him on the around the arc wide open. So Carlit Jones decides to run it and he runs into somebody bigger than him and loses the ball. Um, you know, so let's see what the two-way players can do with better players around them. You know, and I want to see more than 33 throw attempts, as well, three point attempts as well. And I want to see us get to the line and not Demar. We know Demar can get to the line. Yeah. I want to see change. I want to see Zach get to the line. I want to see P. Will get to the line. I want to see, well, Kobe's been getting to the line, so that's not a problem. But then, yeah, it's, as we said, it is only pre-season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if you've got anything else on pre-season before we throw it to the ad read. Uh, no, just completely um, agree with what you said about Bitim. I want to see more of him. Definitely want to see more of him. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm excited to watch him tear the G League apart. But mm. to me, I don't want to see it. I want to see what he can do with the big boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, play some big boy basketball with Tory Craig. Yeah. Who is my prediction for CHGO's Goon of the Year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think he could be quids in there, actually. Yeah, well, probably not, because he's probably going to be up there as a favourite. So putting a quid on it will get me nothing. Because I'm tight and I won't bet too much. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> our partners at USA Sports. USA Sports, like us, are getting very excited for the start of the NBA season next week. And to celebrate that, USA Sports is offering a combination deal on the Chicago Chicago Bulls Storm Apparel. You can get a Storm Hood and a Storm Knit for $54.99. The the original price is online, if you go on there. Uh, We both actually have the Storm Hoodie as well, don't we? Yeah. It's lovely. And, yeah, it is. It stands out. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, they're running that. Uh, it will be started to get pushed by them and by us a little bit more from tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah, for that deal and the, some of the amazing other deals, head to usasports.co.uk and at checkout on certain items, Enter the code CRedUK for discount. So yeah, um, yeah, didn't really prep that ad read very well, but it was new and uh, it's only come through today, on it. So you did a very good job, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, bold predictions. Now, started off as a little bit of a, a fun idea to end this what started off sad with the news of you leaving me and Javante leaving me, everybody leaving me. Um, I'm coming back, don't worry. <laughs> that's what my ex-missus said. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. I haven't got an ex-missus. There's only been one white, one woman for me. Um, oh, what are you all about? <laughs> she not listen to this, it's all right. <laughs> she listen to this one, you should tell her to. <laughs> Um, right, we're going to give three bold predictions each. Now, yeah. these are things that we think realistically could happen. We're not just going to say Bulls are going to win the title because, no. you know, 
and the reason why I wanted to do them is because we say plenty of shit on this, um, and some of it ends up sticking, but we never get the credit for it. As in, like last week, or two weeks ago, whatever it was, I said I think Kobe's going to become a bit of a leader on the team. Yeah. A week later, Kobe puts an interview out saying, I feel like I'm becoming a leader on the team, the team, the players are taking me more um, serious, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much everything, what I said. So, I know you're listening, Kobe. Shout out. Um, and going back to Javante, like I said, I was on the Javante train well before anybody else. Everyone else jumped on it and then said that they've been on it all along. Um, so basically the idea is we're going to put some out there. It's recorded. It's going to be on wherever you want us to look for it, listen to it. And if it comes true, we can say we told you so. If it doesn't, who's going to remember? So I'll let you go with the first one. Okay. Um well, I hope we don't clash because we have legitimately, we have not discussed these uh, other than the fact that you said maybe there was something to do with P-Will. That is all we've said to one another. So uh, hopefully we don't say the same thing. But anyway, the first one I'm going to go for is that Kobe White wins most improved player either this year or next, or is at least in the conversation. Hmm, I can get on board with that. Uh, it's not one of mine. Uh, yeah, I don't... Don't quite know how the, that award works. Do you know what I mean? How because Jam Ramp won it, didn't he? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. Uh, and how can you be most improved when you come in as a, a rookie of the year as, in the first place? But yeah, I know. Yeah, I can get on board with Kobe winning it. So that kind of adds nicely into my first one, and okay. it is about Zach. I think Zach will this year make the NBA. Uh, Second All NBA team. Yeah, I, I can I can go with that too. I don't think he's going to be in MVP contention because he's not European and the centre. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah, I think he'll be top ten. You know, at a push, I think he could drop down to third All NBA. Either way, okay. still. But my prediction is second. Okay, I like it. Oh, we've lost you for a second. And you're back. That was a bit of a, you know, like, <laughs> mic drop. I'm gone, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my second uh, bold prediction then is uh, Alex Caruso turns his focus to his offensive game and becomes a legit two-way force to be reckoned with. That three-point machine that we need. Exactly. I like it. All right, I'm going to leave the big one till the end because I know it won't clash with yours. Oh. My second one, Julian Phillips. Yeah. By the end of the season, Bulls Nation will be screaming for him to be in that 10-man rotation. Right. I, I and think that's he doable. could possibly well be as well. Okay. Well, they won't be screaming for it if he already is. Well, yeah, but they'll be screaming for him to get in it and then they'll get in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And um, this is where we're going to go down uh, separate roads, I think, because I have a fair idea what you've got coming up is going to clash completely with what I'm going to say. <laughs> but um, I'm going to say that for my final 
bold prediction. P-Will finally gets to breaking point with all the criticism he's receiving and finds a way to channel his game correctly. Um, pretty much just as I'm about the only person left on P-Will Island. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue into mine. Because <laughs> mine is, by the end of the season, I will be off P-Will Island. Right. And I'm not just going to say it just to say at the, I told you so. Because obviously you'll be able to keep track of it as we go on because we're putting our thoughts on recording but obviously we used that analogy last year didn't we of Ewell Island and I said I was going to give him 20 games and I'd kind of stayed there but I was ready to get off it and I think we mentioned in our predictions that I was on it I'm just not comfortable you know suitcases packed tickets are open-ended I'm ready to go at any point and I just think, I, yeah, as you said before, I've kind of been sat on the fence with him. Uh-huh. I think I'm ready to, to fall the wrong side of the fence with him. It's just, he's the third longest tenured player on the Bulls at right. the minute. But we treat him like he's Julian Phillips. And we've got to get past that now. And that's why I think I'm going to be off it because I'm sick of talking about him. I'm yeah. sick of the, can he do this? Can he do that? You know, we've seen that he can be our best three-point shooter or most prolific three-point shooter. That's great. We want to see the other sides to him. And it goes back to what I said before about rebounding. You know, the, Casey Johnson put something out in the... The Nuggets game the other day about it, and there was a troll on there saying P will doesn't need to rebound because we've got Dre and Vooch. Well, that's good when they're there, but as we saw the other day when Dre was down the other end of the court, who was back there getting an uncontested rebound was P will. And a question I had to you asked to you yesterday was who's one who's seen as the greatest rebounder of all time. In and my the opinion, answer, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say that's pretty much everyone's opinion. Yeah. And what position was Dennis Rodman? Power forward. What position are we playing P. Will? I'm not saying what position is he, what position are we playing him? Power forward. So, power forward has to be able to rebound. And yeah, it's fine grabbing the uncontested ones where the ball bounces in the general direction of that player. The art of rebounding is obviously learning where the ball's going to go off the player's shots. As Rodman said, that's what he did. Studied his own player's shots and the opposition's shots. And then having the aggression and the the heart and the passion to go up there and challenge for it. You know, we, we know that that's what Rodman was special at. Yeah. I'm not saying I want P. Will to turn into Dennis Rodman on the boards or even Andre Drummond on the board. I just want him to show that little bit of something that he actually realises he's in a game. Yeah. You know, and I'm sick of this whole, remember the Minnesota game? Look at what he did in the the Nuggets game the other night. Because that's great. But they're pointless games. And they're against, the Minnesota game wasn't against their starters. All right, the Nuggets game, but 
how much effort with Nuggets putting into it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just sick of that of seeing him in one game. And you think, oh, yeah, that that's it. He's done it. We've we've finally seen the P will we want to see. And then for the next four games, saying, where the hell's P will gone? And it it's just he's going into year four, year three. If you want to be pedantic about it, but you know it's got to be that we can't be talking like this about him again next year. But obviously, he might not even be on the Bulls by that point. We will be, but might not be, depending on what happens with his extension. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think by the end of the year, I'm just going to be off. And just, I probably won't even bother want to, talking about it, want to bother talking about him because I'm just sick of talking about him now. No, I, I get it. I get it. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of sick of talking about him too. I'd rather be talking about his basketball when he's playing it, as opposed to having to, to break down what kind of a player he is or isn't at the moment. And, and the same way everybody across the board is having to discuss him at the moment and, and, and has been pretty much for his whole board's career, really. Um, I do get it. I get why people are switching off. I get why people are losing faith. Uh, I do. I, I mean, I'm not naive. I'm not stupid. I'm not, I'm not looking at P-Will seeing something completely different to everybody else. But I just... Like, I mean, you talk about the rebounding thing. And one of my greatest memories of people, like, although I can't remember what team he was playing against, was when he jumped up and he pulled down the rebound one-handed, you know, like yeah. he cradled it. And I was just like, man, I, I've not seen too many players ever ever do that. And it's it's those little snippets. It's like we said before, he te- he's a tease. He's the ultimate tease. He does tease you with, this is what I can do. Look at the talent that he's you know, there, but it's raw talent and he doesn't know how to harness it. And that's the point I guess I'm making is that I think something finally either snaps or clicks, whichever one I'll take it in him by the end of the season and he'll become what he needs to be. That being said, if it doesn't happen, we'll revisit this discussion. (laughs) Which I'm sure everybody will. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think, the introduction of Tory Craig is making it the the negatives of P Will stand out a lot more. Yeah. Because like I said at the start, if P Will could have the little extras that Tory Craig does, as well as his scoring potential, then you've got the player you want P Will to be. Yeah. And it yeah, you know, and I like I say I, I that's the one I really hope I'm wrong on. Because right. I don't want to be wrong on that one. You know, um, no, I want to be wrong on that one, should I say. I don't want to be right on that one. Um, because the amount of effort we're putting into him, I want him to be to be that guy. You know, and I just, the way things are trending, I just don't see it, you know. Um, and I just don't know, I don't know what it is. You know, and on Tory Craig, Rosen when they're saying they want to bring a certain side out of P-Will. P-Will's got to bring that side out of himself. Other players can't do it for him. And if he can't do it in year four, I just don't see him ever being able to do it. So yeah, that's our ball predictions. Hopefully one or two of them stick. Hopefully yeah. one or two of them don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know if you've got anything else. No. 
apart from your goodbyes yeah that's it um <laughs> i'm gonna leave it in your i hope capable hands and um, i won't go that far yeah that's why i said i hope <laughs> <laughs> i i i don't think you even know exactly what way you're going to run it uh while i'm gone so um watch this space and and we could all get a bit of a surprise one way or another or you may not hear off us for about three weeks <laughs> or it, well no because i'm planning on doing at least one i've managed to talk my family into allowing me to uh to come away from the holiday for a few hours to do to do one podcast but um yeah uh i don't know we'll see how <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how it goes well, uh, and hopefully we'll have some good stuff to talk about over the coming weeks yeah and obviously in in all seriousness like i've said to you before do hope you enjoy your holiday you i'm go. not jealous at all <laughs> i mean i time my holiday next year when nothing's going on you know i'm gonna go find obi in turkey that's why you're He's, the boss man just doesn't know it yet and um <laughs> yeah so yeah like i said in all seriousness hope you enjoy it obviously you are going to the uh books magic game yeah and you will be repping bulls and slash sea red oh absolutely don't worry i'm not going to be going there wearing anything magic or bucks <laughs> it will be chicago bulls or sea red uk all the way don't worry so yeah um yeah that's it obviously that's you for three weeks or whatever it ends up being once yeah. i get a definitive date I, I might do a jersey countdown to your return there we go for for all our fanatics <laughs> so yeah um like i say don't know what's happening yet so i can't tell you when i'll be back but it will be just me unfortunately for you lot um yeah so thanks for listening thanks for watching like i say leave comments and that on youtube or on twitter wherever and as usual i've been matt and you can find me on twitter at UK. And you can find us on all the socials at Red UK. And you can find me on Twixter at Neil Red UK on behalf of both Matt and myself for a while. And the Fans First Sports <laughs> Network. Thanks once again to everyone for tuning in. Whether you're watching or listening, please do subscribe, rate and review and give us a thumbs up on YouTube. It does help us to keep providing you with the content or at least for Matt to keep providing you with the content. From us both, do remember it's a Chicago Bulls thing wherever you are in the world. You are please supporting and continue to support this amazing Chicago Bulls team. Until next time, see red people. Percolator. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.